0: Listening to the Agent Survival Guide Podcast, a podcast for today's insurance agents. Informing, educating, empowering, improving the way you do business in an industry that's anything but static. In today's episode, events are often a great way to generate leads but what is allowed at educational seminars these days? We've updated our list for the 2024 annual enrollment period. Rules for Hosting a Compliant Medicare Educational Event Written by Roxanne Anderson If you're looking to host a Medicare educational event, it is a great way to get your name out there and generate leads. Together, let's review CMS rules and guidelines for this type of seminar. CMS, the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, has set forth rules on what you can and cannot do when holding Medicare education events. It's important to stay compliant in every step along the way. We'll walk through each step from planning all the way through to holding your event. Let's start with establishing your event. Before you get too involved in planning your event, make sure you first review your motivation for putting on the presentation. Educational events serve to inform Medicare beneficiaries about Medicare Advantage, Medicare Part D, or other Medicare programs. During these events, You cannot market specific plans. If marketing is your goal, you must hold and follow CMS guidelines for a Medicare sales event. As for the when and where, educational events should be held in a public venue. Under no circumstance should you hold them in one on one or in home settings. And in addition to an in person event, you also have the option of a virtual educational seminar. In the past few years, virtual webinars have become more popular and accessible. Depending on the carrier and state, you may be able to compliantly hold a virtual education event for Medicare prospects or enrollees during the 2024 AEP. If holding a virtual presentation, You will need to choose an online platform, for example, Teams, Zoom, or Facebook Live, to name a few, instead of a physical location for your event. Your carriers will likely have specific rules for virtual events, so check with them first. We recently published an Agent Apps episode on free video conferencing apps, so be sure to check that out in the episode notes to learn more about some of those options. Once you've got the details down, it's time to start promoting your Medicare educational event. You can advertise these events via most forms of marketing, including newspaper and radio ads, flyers, and direct mailers. However, there are a couple guidelines you must follow when marketing educational events. All educational events must be explicitly marketed as, quote, educational to beneficiaries. Educational event advertisements and invitations must also contain the following disclaimer: quote, for accommodations of persons with special needs at meetings, call and then insert your phone number and the TTY number. End quote. When it comes to enrollee-only events, these may qualify as marketing. Typically, enrollee-only events are held for a specific carrier's current enrollees, and the intent is to retain the current enrollees in a plan. Retention marketing or the mentioning of any benefits is considered marketing, according to CMS. Since enrollee-only events are conducted on behalf of a specific carrier, we advise you to follow carrier's guidelines to stay compliant. And quick mention here, you can review the full Medicare communications and marketing guidelines, as well as the Medicare Advantage and Part D communication requirements on the Federal Register site. Those are also linked in the episode notes for you under the references headline. Now that we've covered the event type, medium, and marketing, next is your presentation. During educational events, remember that the primary focus is to educate attendees. It is not to lead or attempt to lead attendees toward a specific plan or set of plans. Keep in mind, carriers may send secret shoppers to your educational events. If you violate CMS guidelines, you could be subject to administrative hearings, administrative penalties, cease and desist orders, up to license, suspension, or revocation. We know you want to avoid those situations, so here are educational event do's and don'ts to help maintain your compliance. We'll start with things you can't do at a Medicare educational event. You cannot display a sign-in sheet or collect contact information like names, addresses, or phone numbers of attendees. This doesn't constitute as permission to contact. You are not allowed to hand out applications or marketing materials which contain specific plan information like premiums, copayments, etc. Do not answer questions beyond what attendees ask. You are not allowed to give away cash or other monetary rebates at an educational event. You cannot provide or collect scopes of appointment or enrollment forms. Agents may not lead or attempt to lead attendees toward a specific plan or set of plans. You are not to discuss any carrier-specific plan or benefits or distribute marketing plan materials at the event. You cannot give an educational presentation in a one-on-one situation. You are not allowed to hold a marketing-slash-sales event within 12 hours of the educational event in the same building or any adjacent buildings. So that was our list of prohibited activities. Now, let's move on to what you can do at an educational event. You can hand out objective and generic educational materials on Medicare Advantage, Medicare Part D, and other Medicare programs. You are allowed to answer questions posed by the attendees. As we mentioned earlier, just don't take your answer beyond the scope of the question asked. You can provide attendees with generic business reply cards you are also allowed to give out your business cards and contact information for beneficiaries to use to initiate contact. So that's our list of do's and don'ts. Quite a bit to consider there. Now keep in mind, the purpose of an educational event is to empower beneficiaries with knowledge. Medicare beneficiaries need your expertise and you need their trust and business. As long as you follow the rules, there's no reason why you and your clients can't both benefit this AEP. If you're looking to make sales, plan a separate sales event. We will be publishing a refresher episode for hosting a compliant Medicare sales event in the near future, so make sure you're following along with the podcast to get notified when that new episode drops. CMS and carriers take compliance very seriously. Here at Ritter, we do too. If you have any questions, don't hesitate to contact our team. You can reach out online at bit.ly askASG by email at asgpodcast at Ritterim.com or by calling and leaving a voicemail at 1-717-562-7211. Couple different ways to get in touch and get your questions answered. Thank you so much for listening. We will see you next episode. The Agent Survival Guide podcast is a production of Ritter Insurance Marketing, an integrity company. This episode was written by Roxanne Anderson, Script adaptation by Tina Lamaru. Recording and production by me, Sarah Rupel. Podcast design by Urban Rivera. Artwork by Vivian Zhao. Follow along with our show wherever you like to listen.